in your life. Amen. Uh, today is our Deacon, Deacon Edward's birthday. Put your hands together for Jesus. He's 90 years. Praise the Lord. Put your hands together for the mighty work of God. Amen. He is 90 years. Praise God. This is, this is not just a number. It's an age. Wow. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, we want to go straight. Let's get, where is Minister Melissa? Let's get the mic. Let's do this quickly. I want to just end the series today, and I'm trusting God will get time to fellowship because it's our wonderful brother, father, grandfather. For some of us, is he's our great grandfather. Praise the Lord. Amen. When you meet his children, they are like grandparents. Much more to know is. When I walk with him, I'm like his great-grandchild. Praise God. That is how much God will bless us. Amen. Amen. I want to say this to emphasize that anytime God wants to bless a nation, he gives them older people. So when you begin to see older people among in your family, there are certain family, there isn't anybody who is 60. They die very young and they give birth very young. But when God begins to release older people among you, it's a sign that the blessings of God has come into your life. Amen. 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 It's like your old men will dream dreams. That is what happens in the last days. And your young men shall see visions. Now we are lacking men who are having dreams. I want to emphasize that there are times the certainty of a revelation when you when you walk in the prophetic and you begin you walk in the revelatory gay, gay, what they call it, gift of God, there are times when you begin to see open visions. There are times that your physical position can influence what you see. But when you have a dream, the certainty of it, it takes your your personality out. It takes you out and you see what you have to see. Praise the Lord. So when we begin to have older people among us, it's a sign that the hand of God is mighty among us. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. I've been looking at a series on it is time for our change. And I believe that it is time for your change. Regardless of whichever state you are in, we can move from grace to grace. Amen. Let's go to the book of 2 Kings chapter 7, verse, uh, verse 1 to 20. Because of time, for some of you have not been here, so have to, you have to know the story. All right, read, read for me. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 20. Let's go fast. Let's have it on the screen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Elijah said, Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. About this time tomorrow, a seer of flour will sell for a shekel, and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. The officer on whose arm the king was leaning said to the man of God, Look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of the heavens, could this happen? You will see it with your own eyes, answered Elijah. All right, so wait there. So those of you who don't know the story, it started from the time when the children of Israel were so much in the farming that they started killing their own. Even women were having agreement that they are going to eat their own children. And there was great farming on the land and there was no remedy. It was humanly impossible. And that was when the voice of God came and said, tomorrow by this time there will be supply of food. The one standing behind the, beside the king said, it is not possible. All right, let's go to verse 3. 
Now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate, and they said to each other, Why stay here until we die? If we say, We'll go into the city, the famine is there, and we will die. And if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we live. And if they kill us, then we die. At dusk, they got up and went to the camp of the Arameans. When they reached the edge of the camp, not a man was there. For the Lord had caused the Arameans to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army, so that they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired the Hittite and Egyptian kings to attack us. So they got up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and their donkeys. They left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. The men who had leprosy reached the edge of the camp and entered one of the tents. They ate and drank and carried away silver, gold and clothes and went off and hid them. They returned and entered another tent and took some things from it and hid them also. Then they said to each other, We're not doing right. This is a day of good news and we are keeping it to ourselves. If we wait until daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let's go at once and report this to the royal palace. So they went and called out to the city gatekeepers and told them, We went into the Aramean camp and not a man was there, not a sound of anyone, only tethered horses and donkeys and the tents left just as they were. The gatekeepers shouted the news and it was reported within the palace. The king got up in the night and said to his officers, I will tell you what the Arameans have done to us. They know we are starving, so they have left the camp to hide in the countryside, thinking they will surely come out, and then we will take them alive and get into the city. One of his officers answered, Have some men take five of the horses that are left in the city. Their plight will be like that of all the Israelites left here. Yes, they will only be like all these Israelites who are doomed. Then the people went out and plundered the camp of the Arameans. So a seer of flour sold for a shekel, and two seers of barley sold for a shekel, as the Lord had said. Now the king had put the officer on whose arm he leaned in charge of the gate, and the people trampled him in the gateway, and he died, just as the man of God had foretold when the king came down to his house. It happened as the man of God had said to the king, About this time tomorrow, a seer of flour will sell for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. The officer had said to the man of God, Look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of the heavens, could this happen? The man of God had replied, You will see it with your own eyes, but you will not eat any of it. And that is exactly what happened to him. For the people trampled him in the gateway, and he died. Amen. Amen. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say that your change is coming. Your change has come. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to narrow down straight away. We started with the fact that we need to see the glory of God manifest in our life. I'm ministering the part three that I call Go for the Word of God. Tell your neighbor, Go for the Word of God. Say to your neighbor, Go for the Word of God. Let's have the verse number 18 on the screen, please. The verse number 18, uh, there were a lot of repetition. And the Bible said that he, it happened as the Word of God has said to the king. Praise God. And the Bible said, it happened as the Lord said. It will happen as God has said concerning your life. We did went through some few things that I'm not going to repeat. But today I want to focus on go for the word of God. Go for the word, word of God. And I just want to share with you a few things that will help us to understand some, some of the changes that God wants to bring into our life. I told you that it's important. If you've not listened to the series, listen to the series. And I believe God will bless you. Amen. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Last week, I ended with the fact that uh, I've gone through six of the things that you have to know when it comes to your changes. I said identifying spiritual world opportunities and when you identify spiritual opportunity it's very important for you to know that uh, when God begins to do things in your life you will come to a place of redemption last week uh, we also saw about being you know substituting fear uh, substituting faith for fear because anytime the word of God come anytime we see opportunity there are times it will look like there is a threat but God has brought us this far he has given his word to us it shall come to pass as he has spoken in the name of Jesus the third thing I told us was that it is important for you to understand where God has taken us and how he's redeeming us and how he's fulfilling his word in our life therefore one must walk in the place of fullness of his grace and if this grace is going to manifest we have to rise up in the strength of faith to initiate that desire change so when we hear the voice of god which is divine opportunity we have to substitute there will be fear but we substitute our fear with faith the next thing is that you can hear the voice of god you can have faith but you have to rise up the bible said that when the voice of god came upon them they rose up to activate the train they are looking for most of us have heard the voice of God. We have faith. We are not fearful. But at the same time, we are hesitant to rise up to do all. To, to walk into the fullness of the glory of God. And I told you that before your rising up will come, there are things that must happen. And the first thing that happens, uh, some of the things that happen is that you have your, your inner discomfort must cause you to rise. And so when you want to rise, there are things you also have to remember that change will also your rising also comes with your change of language and i pray that today your language will change in jesus name i said that sometimes you can rise up but sometimes or not all of us are strong most often than not it's important for you to know that when you are rising you have to allow somebody to be there to support you and that is why i told you teamwork is very important i said uh, associating or relating with people with the same common faith the same common goal so that when your faith or your strength become weak they'll be able to sustain you hallelujah so i want you to listen to it and last week the sixth one i said i said was that divine intervention you can rise up you can have the right people around you but if you don't have divine intervention the bible said they rose up in the fervency of the word and the bible said when they were going their footsteps were amplified and as a result of the amplification of their footstep the bible said they experienced a breakthrough they wouldn't have experienced had it not been divine intervention today your investment will receive divine intervention your marriage will receive divine intervention everything concerning your life will receive divine intervention in the mighty name of jesus i said that when you receive divine intervention you have to remember that whatever god has given to you is for a reason and i ended the series uh, last week and i told you that your blessing is not just for you if it was just for you then it, it doesn't even it, it doesn't even worth it but god has brought you this far the bible said that when they receive redemption their life was restored their life received freshness the bible said they said if we do not go and announce this liberation the food we have if we eat it all alone it is not good i want you to know that whatever god is doing in your life it is for a reason praise the lord it is for war a reason and today i want to tell you i will not be able to uh, finish this i will leave the rest uh, maybe another time but i want you to know that i will not be able to exhaust the subject because this subject is too humongous it is so big and as i deal with it you will know that it is big there is no way i can i can be able to describe it because we are talking about the word of god really praise god i want you to know that the word of god is the initiator of change if you are looking for change the word 
the reason why you have to go for this word I'm talking about, it is the initiator of change. The Bible said in the book of 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 1, the Bible said that Elisha replied, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. And so far as God said it, it began to happen. That is why you have to go for the word of God. It is the initiator. Even when there is nothing like, when there is nothing that looks as if change is coming, when the presence of the word of God comes, change begins to initiate. I don't know which part of your life you are looking for a change, but as you embed, as you, uh, as you, what do you call it? As you pursue after this word, as the word comes, your initiation, the change will begin to manifest in the name of Jesus. The reason why you have to go for this word of God, which is a sure word, is that it is the sustainer or what I call the protector. The word of the Lord will not just initiate what he has started in your life, but the word of the Lord will protect. He will preserve. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12, it said that the Lord said unto me, You have sinned correctly, for I, will, I am watching my word to see it being fulfilled. It means that he will sh- not only will he speak, he will watch over his word to perform it. So when you get this word, it will initiate change. It will sustain change in your life in the name of Jesus. Not only will it initiate, not only will it sustain, but it is the finisher of your change. The reason why these people encountered the change is because it was the word of God that initiated the change. It was the word of God that sustained the change. It was, it was the word of God that brought the totality and the complete, the completeness of what he has said. In Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, it said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, for who for the joy which was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and it has set down at the right hand of God. He is the initiator, he is the finisher. I pray today that whatever the word of God has started in your life, you will finish it in Jesus' name. The word of God is the most powerful force in the universe. The reason why you need this word of God that is able to change stories. That is able to change the barren woman to be called a fruitful woman. That is why you need it. It is the most fervent power, potent force in the universe. The most powerful force. When we say force, we are referring to the most powerful force, not human connection. It is beyond human connection. So those of you who are relying on the the, the, on, on your friends, the harm of the flesh will, will kill. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, it said that for the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than two edged sword, piercing even to, div- to the division of soul, spirit, and of joint and marrow, and is a discerner of thought and intent of the heart. What, when they say the word of God is sharper than two edged sword, it is just showing you the certainty and the accuracy of the word of God. Even when you touch the right, it will cut you. If you touch the left, it will cut you. It is a two-edged sword. It shows the fervency, the certainty of his word. That is why I am telling you to go for this word of God. When they rose up, it doesn't matter your deficiency. It doesn't matter what men have said. The Bible said the men with leprosy has been, has been ostracized. They have been abandoned. They have been neglected. But the Bible said that when that word ab- abided in them, when that word appeared unto them, their story changed. Praise the Lord. A man called Joseph had an encounter with this word. It didn't matter how many of his family members didn't believe what he believed in. Sometimes this word I am talking about doesn't need the support of men to receive its validity. Praise the Lord. The word of God is the most powerful force. The most powerful force. Then when I talk about force, I said now, I am referring, the word of God is a person. A force that is in the form of a person means a person or a thing with a lot of influence and energy. The word of God has got enough energy to change you. The word of God has got enough influence to connect you. 
He is able to even cause people in their dream to change your story. The Bible said that it is this influence that influenced Pharaoh to have a dream to bring to bring Peter, no, to, to bring Joseph from prison. It was this same force, this energy that is able to bring Peter from prison. Today, that word will appear in your life. The Bible said this word that we are talking about that was able to accomplish things in the life of the man with leprosy. In John chapter 1 verse 1 to 5, the Bible said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. It said through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made. I like the way it puts it. It said, without him was nothing that was made. King James says what? Give me King James. The verse, verse 2. Listen carefully. Verse 2. Thank you, Father. It said, through him all things were made. It was with God in the beginning. Give me verse, verse 3. Thank you. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made. That was made. This should tell you that when that word appears in your life, something will be made. Oh, I didn't hear a big amen. In the verse number 4, it said, In him was life. And that life was the light of all my kind. The light shined in the darkness and darkness has not no power to overcome it. Praise the Lord. He said, in him was life. Today, life is coming into your body in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, it shined in darkness. And darkness could not comprehend. That will be your story. Hallelujah. This word I am talking about became flesh in the book of John chapter 1 verse 14. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and war and truth. The word glory means magnificent or great beauty. Hallelujah. This word I am talking about is pregnant with full of grace and truth. You don't know what this word can do. Hallelujah. I said, what is magnificent? It talks about elegance, greatness, richness, splendor, beauty, brilliant, distinction, impressiveness, lavishness, softness, luxuriousness. This word will make way in your life today. The Bible said that this word in Revelation chapter 1 verse 8, it said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, sayeth God. Who is and who was and who is to come? The Almighty. It means that when you have encountered with this word, something happens to your life. I remember many years ago when my mother was about to pass away. And I know that my mother negotiated with God, was in a point of dialogue with God. And I believe that the reason why my mom didn't want to die, I am sure she might have said to God, my children are too young among their brethren. How would they pursue their education? My daughter, that was my younger sister, he said, how would she pursue her education? Look at my son, the eight, we were 21 in our family. I have 21 siblings. I was number 18, one of the youngest. Some of you are frowning your face as if it's a problem. It's not a problem. My mother said, how would they survive? And I believe that God told my mom before she passed away. He said, don't worry, you can die. I will take care of them. When you have this word with you. There is a scripture which says that the Lord has lighted Jacob. And it has shined into his, and he, there is a, a sweat. It said that there's a scripture, I've forgotten where it is. The word of the Lord came unto Jacob, and it has lighted Israel. There's a scripture like that. Listen, when you have encounter with this word, your children's future is certain.
Hallelujah. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice with this scripture. John chapter 15 verse 4 to 5. It said, remain in me and I also remain in you. It said, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I remain in you, you will bear what? Much fruit. Apart from me, you can do what? Nothing. This is to tell you that without the word of God, you can do nothing. You can shine today and tomorrow you are dark. Praise God. For us to experience a perpetual change, we need the word of God. And the first thing we do to have encounter with this word is for us for us to receive perpetual change in our life. We first need to be born again. So I want you to understand this thing I'm going to talk about. You need to be born again to receive the fullness of this word. When I became born again, I told you that I could, at the age of 15, I couldn't spell kill. When I had an encounter with this word, in mathematics, we were like 105 in the class or 195 in the class. It was two classes that were put together. But when I became born again, before I became born again, in mass, I was very good. I was like number 75, 64 in the class. That was how good I was. English, I was not good. 90-something, 90-something. But when I became born again, I don't know how it happened, but something happened. I moved from wherever I was, I came to number five in mass. When I moved from five, I went to four. From four to three. From three to two. I couldn't become one because the one there was already born again. God will change your story. This thing I'm talking about is able to change. You don't need any supporters. You don't need anybody there. The word of God is sufficient, adequate, complete enough to bring your change. It is not like it needs a charger like your phone. When you don't have a charger and the battery run down, you can't use your phone. This is not what I'm talking about. The word of God is self-inherent power to charge yourself. Praise the Lord. The Bible said in the book of John chapter 14 verse 26. It said, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send, will teach you. So I've moved from knowing the word of God. And I told you the word became flesh. When the word became flesh, the word is now transformed. When, I, when you read the book of uh, John chapter 16 verse 12 to 15. It said, let me talk about that first. It said, I have much more to say unto you. More than you can now bear. But when he, the Holy Spirit, the, whole, the, the Spirit of truth come, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will, he will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you all that belong to the father is mine that is why i said this that is why i said the spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you so now the holy spirit is the one we have to rely on we have to rely on the holy spirit to receive the fullness of the word amen in John chapter 14 verse 26, the Bible said, But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Come and say all things. He will remind you of everything I have said. So it means that we need to have, if you want to go for the word, you go for Jesus first. And when you go for Jesus, you go for the Holy Spirit. Wow. It means you will lack nothing. Praise the Lord. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 32, the Bible said that, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupted by flatteries. But the people that know their God shall work strong and do exploit. I was in the, in the conference uh, that was done last week, Shiloh conference. I was there. You, you, you were not there. I was there. 
Amen. I witnessed all most of the things that were taught and I ate all the food that were being shared there. One of the things that was made known in that Shiloh conference is that we have come to realize that the hardship is not going to re- reduce, it's going to intensify. But the exemption we have as children of God is that whilst there was darkness in Egypt, we believe there will be light in Goshen. Hallelujah. We are exempted from trouble. Hallelujah. Most of us don't know his word. We don't know his word. We are Christians that should be full of the word of God, but we are empty of the voice of God. So now I want you to know that you have to go for the word of God. Tell your neighbor, go for it. Now I want to use the text, uh, 2 Kings, I'm finishing in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I want to use the 2 Kings chapter 7 to make known to you the power of the word for our change. Come on, say the power of the word for our change. The reason why I need this word is this. Number one, the word of God, the word of God is powerful to reveal. Change the, the one there for me. The word of God, the power of God's word, what is that? The power of God, the power of God's word. It's powerful to reveal. Change it for me. The word of God is powerful to reveal. The word of God is what? Powerful to reveal. The Bible said in 2 Kings, change it for me on the screen. The word of God is powerful to all to reveal. If there are things hidden in your life, that word, when it comes to you, it will reveal something to you. In 2 Kings chapter 7, the Bible said that there were famine on the land in the chapter 6. The Bible said that when the word of God came, 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 1, Elisha replied and said, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. He said, tomorrow by this time. How can you know tomorrow by this time there will be much food? It can only be provided. It can only be revealed by the word of God. When you go for this word, whether you like it or not, it has got the ableness, the ability to reveal to you what you don't know. Praise the Lord. There are some of you who are crying, who are wailing, and not knowing knowing that tomorrow by this time, your story will change. And you are grumbling and crying over sport milk. I want you to know today the same way when the word of God appeared to the men without nothing. The useless men, those who have been abounding, leprosy was a sign of uselessness. The Bible said the word appeared to them and it revealed to them. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 to 7. It said the word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. This is the ableness of this word. Praise the Lord. When the word of God appeared to me, I got to know that greater is he who, is, who was in me, who is in me than he that was in the world. The word of God came to Jeremiah, the man who thought he could not speak. Later did he find out that he could speak. I know that some of you, under the sound of my voice, you have accepted what men have said. But when you have encountered with this word, I believe you will get to know that you are more profitable than you thought. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 9, the Bible said, verse 17 to 15, the Bible said that Saul was killing everybody who was a Christian. 
But the Bible said in the verse number 13 and to 15 of Acts chapter 9, the Bible said that God said to Ananias, I'm paraphrasing it. He said to Ananias, don't think that this man is useless. He said, I've appointed him. I have spoken to him. I pray today that the word of God will not only come to you, it will come to others so that they will know who you really are. Praise God. Number two, the word of God has the power to get you ready. This man who has given up on themselves, this man who has whose who people have given up on them. The Bible said, when the word of God came, they received strength to be ready for their change. Look, don't count on men for your change. I am begging you. Count on God. It is the word of God is sufficient enough to make you ready for your change. For some of you, you have been told. I remember many years ago when. I was very young. Not like Brother Edward. Brother Edward don't... <laughs> 90 years old. Mine is still, is, is still very yesterday. When it comes to 90, praise God. But when I was a bit younger, I was told that if you don't engage in certain things, you will not be married. If you don't have a girlfriend at the age of two years... Uh, sorry, I didn't say two years. That is what is in this country. Two years, they have a, girl, a boyfriend, girlfriend. I remember about 13, was it 13 years ago, I went to teach a student. I got that she was nine years. Uh, she was not in a mood to learn. I could see that from her, her countenance. Immediately, I said to the man, is she okay? Say, no, she's not okay. Come, 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 come. She called me aside. I said, no, she just broke up with the boyfriend. So, so today, take it easy on her. Nine years. Wow, tell you about wow. Ah, nine years. She just broke up. I've been telling my children, I said, that nonsense, don't bring it to my house. You learn from your father and mother. I said, the first time I got a girlfriend, I don't, want, I don't think you want to hear. It was when I was 26. So I said, son, the Bible said the latter glory shall be greater than the former. So if I was 26, you will be what? You will be more. Hold your peace. The word of God will get you ready. We were told those who were intoxicating themselves into nonsense relationship, they are still single. And we came. And we are married. It is better to trust in the Lord your God than trusting in man. It is sufficient. It gets you ready. If you don't know what even to say, there are times I've gone for an interview. And humanly speaking, it was, it was not possible for the word to come to pass. But the readiness of the word is in the word, not around the word. You don't understand this. The man has been abandoned. Nothing good could come out of them. But they have given up. But when the word appeared, they received strength to move forward. You are receiving strength by the word to move forward. The Bible said that they got ready because of the word. In Luke chapter 5 verse 5, it says, Simon answered, Master, we have told the whole night and caught nothing. But because, because you say so, I will let down my net. Believe you me, if it was I nearly call your name, Mr. Okay. If it was Minister Okay who said to them, put down your net, I am sure Peter will not listen. But Peter put down the net. You must know that it was the word of God that got him ready to put down the net. That is why he said, humanly speaking, I have told the whole night, but at thy word. Praise the Lord. There is something you have given up on. But there is a word coming to you that will cause you to get up to do what you said you couldn't do before. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Acts chapter 3 verse 6, the Bible said, And Peter said, Silver and gold we have none, but such as we have, we give unto you. Rise up! The Bible said, The man who could not walk received the ability, the ableness to walk 
and the Bible says he began to walk. You will begin to do what you couldn't do before. That is why you have to go for the word. I know many people have given up on you, but when this word comes, it doesn't need many to be supporting it. It, it is adequate. Praise the Lord. Number three, the word of God has the power to reward. Is it not beautiful? In 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 8, the men who had leprosy reached the, the edge of the camp, entered one of the tents, and ate and drank. Then they took silver and gold and cloth and went off and hid them. They returned and entered another tent and took some things from it and hid them also. What am I talking about? Their effort was rewarded. I want you to know that God who has told you to start doing something, he will reward you in the name of Jesus. I am sure that the Bible didn't tell us, but the Lord did exceedingly, abundantly, above all they could think or even imagine. They were thinking of eating food. Later did they realize that God was going to reward them, not just with food, but also with silver and gold. I told you last week, silver and gold is a sign of wealth. It's a sign of provision for the future. I prophesy upon your life that not only will God satisfy your mouth with latter, it will call your descendant to be filled with greatness in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, the Bible said he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I pray today that may God reward you in Jesus' name. In 2nd 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58, it said, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in word, in vain. Praise God. I want to celebrate, Minister. Let's get the cake on the, ready on the table, please. Number four. The word of God has the power to revive. Tell your neighbor the power to revive. The Bible said that they wanted, they revived. Their strength was weak. But the Bible said they were revived. It means that you will receive the enough strength you need to move to your level. I pray over your life today that your revival time has come in the mighty name of Jesus. In Isaiah chapter 57 verse 15, it says, For this is what the high, the exalted one says, He who lives forever, whose name is holy, I live in the high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lonely in spirit, to revive the spirit of the lonely and to revive the heart of the contrite. Your strength will be renewed in the name of Jesus. Your strength will be renewed in the name of Jesus. As though a young lion's strength may fail, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. I pray that this will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Your change is coming right now because you are receiving strength to be revived. You will not become weak. You will not become you will not become anemic spiritually, but you are receiving the endowment from heaven to do what you couldn't do before. If you believe it, shout a bigger amen. Number five. The word of God has the power to redirect the ability. Uh, let me say it properly. The word of God has the power to redirect. What am I talking about? The ability to change the course of event. Their life was doomed. They were going to die. But the word of God that was made available to them changed their story. They were supposed to die, but they lived to cause others to also live. That will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. The course of event will be changed. When you go for that interview, you are supposed to be said no to. But because you carry the word of God, yes will be said in Jesus' name. Uh, leave it there. Thank you. Yeah, put it somewhere that I'll take over too. Wow, thank you so much. Put your hands together for them. Thank you, Father. I said, God is changing the course of your event. I didn't hear a bigger amen. 
I heard a story about David and Goliath. They said, when we calculate by human standard, there is no way David will survive. But they didn't know that that man has carried the course of change in his life. Why? Because he was pregnant and endowed with the power and the ableness, the potency of heaven. When you have the word of God in your life, when men think that you will lose, that is when you will gain. The Bible said, when all men say there is a casting down, we will say there is a lifting up because God would change the course of event. Maybe some people failed when they came to this country. I will succeed because I carry the word of God. I don't know who this word is for, but I came to tell you the word of God is able to do exceedingly, to do beyond what men can think. I am here to tell somebody that your time to change, your time to embrace, your perpetual change is coming in the name of Jesus. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 37 is a who is he that say the thing and it cometh to pass when the Lord saith it not. When God says it, it is to happen. Praise God. Number six. Thank you, Father. The word of God has the power to reproduce. The power to all to reproduce. Father, thank you. Gideon said, where, where is the God of our father? The God, they said he was able to bring redemption. Where is he? Then the Bible said that angel appeared unto him and said, hey, I'm, I'm still here. The Bible said in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8, he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, he's the same forever. I pray over your life today. The same God who was with Isaac, the same God who was with Jacob, the same God is about to be with you because he neither sleep nor slumber. I pray over your life. May God begin to reproduce the news you have heard concerning what he did in the days of old. May you receive strength. May you receive that word. That things will be reproduced in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you father. The last one. The word of God has the power to refute. The word refute means to, to prove to be false. Defective or invalid. This is what I'm thinking. I'm finishing by human standard, when the men went there, they were destined to die. They said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? But when the word of God showed up in Nazareth, it, it invalid that word that was spoken before. They said, nobody has made it from African country. Nobody has made it from Asia. But a man with the word of God changes story. That which has been said, they disprove it. I pray over your life today that the solidity of his word is bringing you redemption. I pray over your life today. The Bible said the story changed because the word of God was with them. I pray over your life in the name of Jesus. Even as we are about to end this year and to walk into the new year, I pray that may the strength of God become your strength. The Bible says some trust in chariots and some trust in horses. But those of us who trust in the Lord, we shall be like Mount Zion that is unmovable and unshakable. I don't know who came here for. I don't know who you came here for or how you got here. But when you have an encounter with this word, it is able to transform you. It is able to change you. I am crying to the voice of somebody and saying to somebody under the sound of my voice, I want you to go for this word. It doesn't matter how long you wait for the word, but when you have an encounter with this word, it is able to restore the Bible says a year before, a day before God it's like a thousand years when they have encounter with this word, it doesn't matter what men said, it would disprove it, I came over your life, the Bible said they call him a man of no regard, his mother gave birth to him in pain, but the Bible said, Jabez cried to God, and when the voice of God came to him his story changed, 
your story is changing today in the mighty name of Jesus I know people said you won't make it but I came to tell you maybe you have been rejected by man the stone that the builders rejected when it was placed in the hands of God the Bible said became the cornerstone I prophesy upon your life that you will have encounter with the word of God if you believe it shout a bigger amen I don't know who you are but the year coming and the latter part of this year I want you to have a quest for the word of God it was the same word that causes Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego regardless of whoever is against them if there is somebody you have to turn your back on don't turn your back on the word of God if there is somebody you have to disappoint don't disappoint God the Bible says Shadrach, Meshach Abednego. They said we will not bow. When they got into the furnace, the Bible said God was with them. It means that the word is able to preserve. Your life shall be preserved in the mighty name of Jesus. Who is coming against you? Who is saying something against you? When the word of God comes, it said darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said let there be and there was. I came to announce to somebody whatever God has said concerning your life it shall come to pass if you believe it shout a bigger amen put your hands together for Jesus you don't know what I'm talking about it has been tested and has been proven that his certainty the certainty of his word is awesome don't rely on men. Don't rely on men. Men will disappoint you. We are living in a generation where men are counting on men. I want you to know that, oh no. Look, look. I, listen, you cannot actualize the power of God in your life until he reveals it to you. Do you know why God had to send uh, take Abraham on top of the mountain and show him what lied ahead of him. Because when you see it, you can walk into it. Many of you are not walking into the fullness of God because you have not seen it. Today, you will see what you need to see. Stand on your feet. Father, we pray that let your grace abound upon us. May our life never be the same. Bring us to the place of encounter in your word. In Jesus' name.